So during the midst of the economic crisis that we are currently in, which I would say yeah. is a crisis, yeah. um, there has been a lot of talk about the richest people in the world right. and just the ethicality, I don't know if that's a word, but the ethics of being a billionaire mm-hmm. and how much money that you can accumulate ethically, that's something that's been talked about recently that I feel like has never touched the media or even like table talk yeah that's hardly something that ever surfaces right and something that i never even thought of but had recently been brought to my attention is the fact that there is no ethical way to become a billionaire you can inherit that money but at the end of the day it's still dirty money because you needed to do something unethical that person who had that money or accumulated that money needed to do something unethical before you so even if it's inherited it's still dirty money but um, that brings on to the brands that, such as like TJ Maxx, Walmart, Target, those really big brands that not only do they support prison labor, which I believe that we talked about in one of our previous podcasts, but the fact that they are billion dollar industries mm-hmm. who are terrorizing people across the country mm-hmm. by giving them jobs that are unethical, right. you know, unhealthy. Penny on the dollar. Exactly. And even just the environment in itself, you know, the factories that they're working at, the healthcare that they have, all of that is just absolutely disgusting. Yeah, and sometimes a prison industry comp, you know. Right. It fuels those that market. Mhm. Fuels these people to get to that billionaire status. Yeah, and a brand that is being sustainable, a brand that I really enjoyed supporting because I thought that it was low waste and a, a kind of in-between store from the um, manufacturer or the people that manufacture and sell the items from the dumpster. You have, like, a middleman, which is, like, Marshalls mm-hmm. or TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of grab those products mm-hmm. before they're being thrown away yeah. to sell to uh, at a lower price. And right. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. But then I looked into TJ Maxx's ethics, mm-hmm. and who's also owned by Marshalls as well. They're owned by the same companies as well as Home Goods. All of those companies are owned by the same people, which support free prison labor. So I'm not shopping there again. I don't <laughs> support them. I don't think that what they do is cool, hip, funky, or fresh. Yeah, no. Um, so I'm not ever going to shop there again. You're not going to catch me at Target. You're not going to catch me at Walmart. You're not going to catch me at TJ Maxx. I'm going to be shopping on Etsy at local businesses. I'm going to be going to farmer's markets. Yep. I'm going to be Support looking... Or your local farmer's market. Yes. Like, why... Screw Amazon. Screw... Like, why are we letting them bend us over and F us while saying, like, what the heck is going on here? We're right. waking up. We yeah. know what's going on here. Now, we, as the consumer, have yes. to take steps yeah, to force the them to change. Yes, correct. So, that's what I want to start off with you is... This is a long intro, but... Be the change. Yeah, be the change that you want to see. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to Season 2 of the Free Flowing Frequencies podcast, also known as the Triple F podcast. And we are your hosts. I am Juan. And I'm Sierra. Okay, so I was making my way across Apple News before um, looking into all this stuff that we were looking at, and I had seen a couple of different things um, that have to do with space that I thought were really interesting that I wanted to mention in this podcast. Um, And the first thing that I actually didn't know was that Neptune and Uranus both rain diamonds. That's pretty sick. I thought that was crazy. Um, And the um, way that they create diamonds is that there's a chemical reaction that 
let me see here, under immense pressure deep below the planet's surface, carbon and hydrogen atoms are smushed together, forming crystals. Dang, so it literally they make it rain diamonds out there. Diamonds, that's crazy. Goes to show you that diamonds aren't really worth anything. They're not. They're not worth any single thing, and children die while mining them. So Correct. let's not get wedding rings. Let's look at other more sustainable things. <laughs> but on to the next one, which I thought was really cool. There's a new planet that has been found. It is really, really rocky and four times as massive as Earth. Four? 40. 40. 40. 40 times the size of Earth. 40 times so the size of Earth. So is it what? Just like, is it basically the Rocky Mountains? Like all In around a planet, and basically. 40 times the size of Earth? Yeah, like that's insane. It's a huge, just mass. 730 light years away. Yeah, it's 730 light years away. So not far uh, on the scale of our galaxy at all. So I'm really interested to see if anything comes out about it. The um, name of the planet is TOI-849b. Yeah, they say that um, astronomers have yet to see have yet to seen like anything like it in our solar mm-hmm. system so far. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's always cool when we find diamonds in space or right. the Rocky Mountains in space, basically. Yeah. Like that's, that's crazy. Like those aren't things that you would normally think about every day. Right. But I mean, our scientists are finding new things every single day. And, and one thing that stuck out to me that I had seen was that they had recently discovered that there was a quote unquote spooky quant particle or a spooky quantum movement um scene that hap- got it happened on a large object apparently this spooky particle was able to move like a human-sized mirror what yeah so basically like a beam of light moved a mirror so interesting and they are referring to that as a spooky quantum behavior um and yeah, it, it they, they claim it was a kick of a large object, such as a mirror, moving them by a tiny degree, but one big enough to measure. That's so once you start crazy. measuring things, is that beca- does that mean that it's a statistic or analytic that then could become fact? Mm-hmm. And then who's there to tell you that that fact is real or not? See, that's Based off of the little sliver of data that they collected. And let me tell you, okay, obviously this is not a popular opinion here, but this is why I have trouble with science sometimes. Yeah. I just find it hard to believe that once you find a a statistic, Mm -hmm. right, that turns into a fact, Mm -hmm. it's hard to find research or find proof in an unbiased way. Most of the time, scientists or researchers unknowingly Mm -hmm. find or go towards research that is biased towards their hypothesis. Right. So it's like, I don't know. I really struggle to see if the things that people find are, like, genuine research, or if it's just something that they are leaning towards because it's that something they're really that they believe hoping in. For. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. In, yeah. I mean, science and religion kind of play hand-in-hand in, hand in that aspect to me, but that's a topic for a different conversation. <laughs> well, and it, I'm reading a book that goes into a more scientific approach Mm -hmm. of the afterlife and what it is that happens to us when we die Mm -hmm. um it's a scientist who measures bodies um from when they're passing away to see if there's a difference in the scale when the soul leaves they measure all kinds of stuff and see if it has any weight to behind it and the scientist who was writing the book she had found another scientist who had believed in reincarnation And she had studied with him for a couple of months to realize, in her opinion, that 
even though he found that there was scientific proof that reincarnation was possible, it seemed as if he was finding research that only suited what he was looking for. Mm -hmm. And it was such a small amount of people that it had affected Mm -hmm. that when you really look at the grand scheme of things, Mm -hmm. it just could happen by chance. It's easy to find research that is based off what you're looking for. Yeah, you know? I guess that's the conclusion that we're coming to here. Yeah. And that was enough to, to basically tell them that there was a spooky quantum particle out there moving mirrors. So now that that's just going to lead them down a whole nother rabbit hole. I mean, I think. quantum physics in itself is so crazy. It almost seems unreal. Genuinely unreal. Unreal. For like witchcraft. Yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> so crazy. Uh, quantum physics just blows my mind on a daily basis. But something that has come up recently, which, you know, we've been talking about the fact that this pandemic has happened and it has talked a lot about, you know, just our health and the way that we as consumers function in this world of people who are selling stuff to us. And I don't know, I just feel like this pandemic kind of opened our eyes to a lot of different things, as well as the Black Lives Matter movement. This, again, is something that has been opening our eyes to a situation that we didn't even understand was there. Mm -hmm. And so I think that with this situation here, which is actually um, a... As many as 6.7 million people are possibly going to be um, evicted by the end of July. So this is crazy because obviously, hello, how can any of us afford rent to begin with? Because we're all out of jobs. Um, And also homelessness is a huge, huge issue in America. That is something that has been neglected. It has been unheard. People have been saying, you know, that's not my problem to deal with. But at the end of the day, it's all of our problems. You know, we are each other's only saviors we have to be there to help each other in every situation and this is another situation that i feel like is going to be addressed sometime in the future because it has to be yeah we can't ignore these 6.7 million people who are being evicted we have to reach out to them and help them in this situation or we're all going to be screwed yeah that would be the trick that would just be the start of the triple effect here of all the negative that could come with if almost those 7 million people lost their homes. Right. Imagine and all the families, children, the trauma, mm-hmm. mental health damages. Right. Physical, because, you know, people could get assaulted when they start living on the street. And you that's never, a huge, there's it's just, a huge spike in things yeah, like that's that. That's just opening the book to right. a whole list of more problems that could happen. And it's horrifying that it has to come down to this, but it seems like at the end of the day, in order for people to be heard, chaos needs to ensue. Yeah. Things need to feel uncomfortable. We need to start looking in places where we've been looking away from, you know? And I feel like 2020 isn't stopping. Like, we are going to continue to open the doors and see things that we feel uncomfortable seeing but that need to change. And homelessness, again, goes along with addiction as well, which I feel go hand in hand. And they're both just as horrifying and just as life-threatening and they aren't taken seriously. So hopefully this is a door to open their help and their, um, you know, yeah, their help, I guess. It's just crazy that, you know, 7 million people could possibly lose their homes. And that's crazy that, I mean, is that was what, according to an analysis all from Urban Footprint. All because of our be- government. <laughs> all because our government was telling us to maybe put a mask on, to maybe not put on a mask on that coronavirus might be real and might not be real. It's crazy that 
all of that maybes has led to another maybe of 7 million people losing their homes. And that's crazy because you might lose your home and then you might lose your job the next day as well. So now you're mm-hmm. double screwed. Or your job is already lost, which is the case for pretty much everyone. Yeah, currently. They first lost their currently, job. Currently, I feel like a quarter of Americans don't have a job right now. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. We'll do what we can and, and hopefully these people get a pause or a hold on their I rent mean, payments for I sure. I expect nothing less than the government who put us in this situation to get us out, out of, the situation. of this situation. That's how it should be, definitely. And the fact that we only got one stimulus check oh mm-hmm. honey you think that a hundred or i'm sorry you think that a thousand two hundred dollars yeah. is going to do anything besides pay our rent that wouldn't pay for a month's rent in california or new york and speaking of governments and and hoping that your government takes care of you uh, after they put you in cruddy situations um india is looking to ban tiktok and 59 other chinese apps from their from their people that live in india um the influential hacker group anonymous has launched a vicious campaign on social media to basically telling everybody to ban tiktok globally um alleging and altering people and letting them know that it is a chinese government malware malware that's spying on millions of its users um from what i remember reading in the article as well um india um basically them going out and canceling TikTok alone has caused over six billion dollars six billion dollars in economic damage to China. Wow. Not including the other fifty nine apps that they've also banned. So TikTok alone is a powerhouse when it comes to building revenue for advertisers, for individuals. Um, I mean, they can build data. They're mining data. They're collecting mm-hmm. all of this information. Apparently, it was reverse engineered. Uh, this gentleman posted his you know, his results on Reddit, and then from there, everybody took that information and kind of ran with it. So the guy found out that um, with reverse engineering, that a lot of the data that was on your phone or things that you search... Um, gets your sent clipboard. back to them. Your clipboard. You yeah, can when, see what you've copied and pasted. Yeah, when uh, Apple released iOS 14 beta, they were able to find that TikTok was reading people's clipboards. That's crazy to and me. And they were also able to tell what apps you've had on your phone, even if they were already deleted. Mm-hmm. So, like, they can market ads of any kind based off of your preferences so of apps and that search media. also means that, for example, you were explaining this to me, if you had... The McDonald's app already downloaded on your phone at one point. You yeah. had already gone through the terms and conditions of approving that. Yeah. So technically, even if you deleted it off of your phone and didn't have that app on, mm-hmm. TikTok could still sell your information to McDonald's because you've already approved their terms and conditions. Yeah, basically. That's effed up. No That's... one reads the terms and conditions, but it's like, do we all really have a lawyer or an attorney that we can hand those terms and conditions and to? And that's how they found they a loophole give us back? Yeah. between getting our privacy breached is mm-hmm. that oh okay well you're saying yes yeah, we can breach your privacy yeah. so i mean at the end of the day we do need to read the terms and conditions because yeah. even zoom you were talking about zoom mm-hmm. you're like why are people still using this they were open about yeah. the fact that they yeah. take people's data and yeah and they were pushing it to like facebook and other carriers like right. they were taking our data and selling it and they were basically knowingly. exposing passwords too yeah knowingly, and people it's crazy. still use it so don't don't use that. Don't use Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use Zoom. And if you follow, you want to follow in India's footsteps, go ahead and remove TikTok off your phone because apparently it's mining you for a bunch of your data. See, here's this is controversial for sure. But listen, I don't care if China has my data. I just care if America has my data. But 
yeah, that you're not the first to feel that way. I've, I've definitely seen a lot of people here that I've read say that online, especially like on Twitter, where they're like, when they banned Huawei, Huawei is a Chinese phone manufacturer. And they were like, well, listen, I feel like I would rather have the Chinese government holding my information than the FBI or like the CIA holding my information because, you know, they've been shown to do bad things. But both <laughs> world governments have done bad things. They've done good things. It's a it's a win-win, lose-lose for everybody. Right, exactly. At this point, currently where we're standing, it's like the gate has been open for so long that everybody buttons weren't able to walk through and now what are you gonna do mm-hmm. you're gonna kick everybody out and start over maybe might work who knows right but when it comes to starting over and kicking people out and bringing people in if it's possible to recycle recycle yes. reduce reuse recycle right mm-hmm. that was taught to me in at in elementary and i kind of took that all the way with me to high school and so forth but this is a report that um, is coming in from the united nations Apparently, about $10 billion of precious metals are dumped each year in electronic waste. That's crazy. So for all of us that like to get, you know, the new MacBook every year, the iPad, the new Samsung or iPhone, that applies basically to you, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're individuals out here who are like, man, I really need that one new lens on my phone and it's $1,000 and what are you going to do with that old phone? Mm -hmm. I have sold plenty of phones in my past Mm -hmm. and when people come in and they ask for a new phone they get it and then they're just super confused because they have two phones now and they're like what am I going to do with the second one I'm like well you can sell it Mm -hmm. that's the number one thing you should do wipe it and sell it that's money that you can get put back in your pocket Mm -hmm. or two keep it as a backup literally keep it as a backup in a drawer in your house in case something were to because you never know Mm -hmm. especially if you don't buy insurance it's good to have this backup Mm -hmm. or three give it to somebody in your family Mm -hmm. give it to a relative or family member there's a lot of times where people will just come in and they'll just throw their electronics away or they right. recycle them to us, you know, and that stuff just piles up somewhere, and then eventually they go, they sort through it. But you know, you need gold, you need copper, you need silver, mm-hmm. you need those earthy materials, silicone, to build the processors on these computers. But what right. happens? Don't to that throw stuff? your stuff in the trash. Like you can go to your local Best Buy; they have a recycling program have, yeah, for looks, free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's not a monitor that's bigger than twenty-four inches, they will recycle it for. $24 if it's only a monitor uh, for $24, which still is not a bad price yeah, it's not compared a bad price. to what you're doing to the environment if you just toss it. Because yeah. Best Buy really does do a good job at their recycling program by taking their broken or used items and reusing those guts for something better. Yeah, so they're a great recycler when it comes to electronics. Yeah, and you can even call your local Best Buy, whatever is closest to you, and even ask them um, what other areas or other places that you can recycle if Best Buy isn't able to recycle what That's you're cool. looking for. That's so cool. they do have a good list tips. of stuff. Yeah. Um, avoid that don't let's not be the generation that ruins ourselves by the technology that we use i don't want to live in a world where wally is a real thing okay honestly go watch (laughs) wally but cry your eyes out because it is a good one something that i saw though that was super interesting was the fact that there's these white-throated sparrows in canada Mm -hmm. that have been singing one specific tune forever they've Mm -hmm. only sung one note forever And it's a three or a three note no, melody. Like, melody. Yeah, or chirp, whatever you want to call it. And now they have shifted yeah. their melody to they a two note melody. Two note. Yeah. Which is crazy because it's this bird that ha- I don't know. Am I the only one that thinks that's crazy? No, like, that's cool. Yeah, it goes generations, generations, and generations of just singing this one note. 
And now, hold on, I have it right here. Okay, I know cool. what you're looking up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, we should play it for them so yeah, they at least I hear have what it, it is. Yeah, I guys right here. Hold on. Okay, so this is the old note that they used to sing. This is the old melody that they used to do. And then now this is what they currently do now. So a little bit different. A little bit different. The reason why I also think that this is so wild is because I've talked to Juan about this a little bit too, but I feel like TikTok is what brought this whole thing about. So like YouTube, for example, when YouTube first came out, it was like cat videos, right? Like that mm -hmm. was the big thing. And now with TikTok, I feel like people are communicating like when I first got on TikTok and I saw like dogs and stuff like that it's like people are recording their reactions with their dogs so yeah. like their dog almost seems like it understands what they're saying like they'll talk to their dog and be like spin around or do a jump and their yeah. dog will like do that right. and it's so crazy right. right so then now all of a sudden like people are recording it with their cats I personally don't watch cat videos as much as I watch dog videos so I've noticed it with dog videos with like the dog seems like it's understanding what this human being is saying and then i started seeing it with insects people would like mm -hmm. see a bug and they'd be like do a, do a flip, flip. Yeah. to the bug and the bug would do a flip yeah or it'd be like come here and the bug would come here mm -hmm. it's just like almost as if we're Something like we're like a dude was chilling out with a spider yeah and yeah. then he's like he like tells the spider to like go in a circle and then the spider goes yeah. in a circle it just doesn't it's so crazy or like a squirrel a squirrel will come up to someone and they'll be like come here squirrel and they're like i don't know it's just so crazy how we're having these interactions with animals to where they're understanding us yeah we're entering like a new wavelength exactly it's like almost as if a veil is being lifted from two different worlds and another thing that we saw is the fact that orangutans and monkeys are spear fishing mm -hmm. you guys they are hunting for food by spear fishing yeah, they're evolving yeah. we're all they're evolving and playing and strategizing right. and it's like these birds they're evolving yeah. they're becoming they're singing different melodies their their brains are changing we're coming because some we're becoming something different than what we were originally a couple of years ago which is wild that we are in a state of just like so much change <laughs> i think that's crazy change is great you never want to become the same and become stagnant mm -hmm. so change and like well we've spoken about this in like evolution like we don't really believe in like fish became people yeah like a tadpole <laughs> then became like a human right right or like we evolved from like monkeys like i don't because yeah. then my question is why are there still, why are not monkeys monkeys? still monkeys exactly yeah. <laughs> i don't see a monkey then becoming a human being you know what i mean like i just don't get it it doesn't make sense to me but i do believe that we because okay so my question is then like if we became fish like if we were once fish that became humans then why don't we birth fish that then turn into humans you right. know what i mean right I don't believe in this that evolutionary kind of evolution. process is all types of jank. But the evolution of you entered this world as being a human, one hundred percent skin breathing human, and then now we're leaving this world half cyborgs and That's really true. becoming robots yeah. and creating robots and I mean shoot, in a scary world we would then evolve into, you know, VR. We aren't people anymore, we are this version, this different version of ourselves to where we have evolved from what we once were to something completely different. Like that, I believe in that type of evolution. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. We'll get there. No, I don't want to become... That's Wally. 
That's yeah. then real life <laughs> Wally. Like you're just living. Go watch Wally. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you later.